I'm Marissa Donnelly, host of the Vulnerability Podcast, a podcast series focused on being vulnerable, being emotional, being deep, and talking about topics that people often shy away from. In this podcast series, you'll see stories of faith, hope, inspiration, darkness, frustration, and everything that really challenges us to speak to our human experience and to do so in shedding our skins and being vulnerable. Finding your person, what does that mean? Is it romantic? Is it friendly? Is it somebody that you know very well or just somebody you come across? All these questions and more on the Vulnerability Podcast today. All right, how's that for an intro? All right, cool. Why don't you kick it off? (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's go. Hi, guys. I'm Abraham, and I'm sitting here with Marissa. So take it away. We wanted to talk about what it means to have a person and not necessarily in the romantic sense, but what it means to have someone that is your go-to, someone that you can depend on, someone that when push comes to shove, at the end of the day, you are going to confide in them, you're going to trust them, they have your back, you have theirs. That's what it means to have a person. Yeah. So how did we get on this topic? I remember we were uh, with a bunch of friends and we were just having a good old conversation about life and whatnot. And the conversation came up of your person, the Grey's Anatomy reference. If anybody's ever watched that show, I can vouch that it is amazing and I'm currently <laughs> addicted. But um, we were talking about your person, the person you can trust. And the analogy they used, which I'm not very fond of, was somebody you feel you can call if you murdered somebody that would help you bury the body. And I was just kind of like, okay, um, no, but <laughs> I kind of get the sentiment. Mm-hmm. The whole idea with your person is um i feel like a lot of people nowadays like have the idea that um your person is somebody you have to be romantically involved with Mm -hmm. and that's automatically who your person will be that your person means somebody that you are romantically involved with and because obviously that would make the most sense right you know somebody that you're always turning to and always talking to they obviously have dibs on your problems (laughs) So, I don't know. What do you think about that? Well, we see this shared on social media all the time. People will post, like, their couple photos and be like, you know, with my person. Or we have just this whole idea of soulmates and that we each have a soulmate and we're going to find our soulmate. And don't get me wrong. To some extent, I believe that we do have soulmates. I believe that there's a person that we will find or come across somehow, some way, somewhere in our lives. And that's our, who we're supposed to be with. But... I think there's a difference between a soulmate. Well, first of all, before I even get into that, I think there's a difference between a soulmate as like a romantic interest, a soulmate as a platonic interest. And then I don't know if you guys have heard of the the twin flame thing, but that's kind of like one of the newer things that's been going around that people have been talking about where it's not a soulmate, but a twin flame. And what a twin flame is, is it's basically someone that you are like very compatible with and yet at the same time it's like the opposite of a soulmate in the sense that you're very close with them you feel like you have such a positive relationship but for whatever reason it doesn't end up working out and they become like could have been your soulmate but they were like the person that changed you or put you on a different path or really shaped the way that the rest of your relationships are and I think that's super interesting because we've always been so interested in a soulmate as like the one person where everything just is so perfect with them 
And then when we push back on that idea, we find that the truth is there's no perfect person. And that's like the most beautiful thing about being human is because none of us are perfect. Yeah. And so looking for a soulmate as in like looking for perfection isn't realistic. So then I think that's where the twin flame thing comes in. And we say, okay, what is this twin flame and do we have one? And then what does it mean to have a soulmate in general? I mean, is that always romantic? Can you have a soulmate that's your best friend? Can you have a soulmate that's a sibling? That's kind of what I was thinking when you said um, about the whole twin flame thing is I, my mind automatically went to like somebody that you feel is like a sibling to you. Like an actual twin? Yeah, kind of almost. When you're saying a twin flame, I imagine somebody you're so close with to the point where you can't imagine them in a romantic setting. More or less, you'd be like, hey, they're my twin flame. So I feel like we're so close that it's like it wouldn't even make sense. I think that's kind of what they mean with that phrase, because it's like you're so compatible and you work like you're so connected and yet you don't work because you're so there's just like a lot happening in that relationship it ends up kind of like pulling it apart i guess if i speak from personal experience i feel like i've had a twin flame relationship where it was a romantic person that i just felt so close with and the relationship was so strong and so powerful and built me in so many ways but in the at the end of the day we weren't we were compatible, but we weren't at the same time, if that makes any sense. You were compatible, but you didn't really make any sense in terms of, like, romantic involvement? And, I mean, we were super compatible, but for whatever reason, there was just, like, a lot of, like, passion and arguments that were happening. So it ended up that we, though we were so, like, compatible, we weren't good together. And yeah. so when we broke up, it was, like, for me especially, like, the, our breakup just, like, threw me into this whole journey of self-love and independence and strength and finding out what I wanted for myself and really like changed my entire life. So it's like whenever I look back on that relationship, I'm like, wow, I still have so much love for that person. He completely changed my life. Like I would never look at that relationship Mm -hmm. in a negative way, but I can also acknowledge that like he wasn't my soulmate. It was more of a twin flame where it's like I had so much love for him and probably will always care about him. But it's like we just weren't right for each other at the end of the day, even though we were so compatible. You believe there's that it's possible to have more than one twin flame? I don't because know. Because I have a lot of not a lot, obviously not patting myself on my own back here. But um <laughs> I have there are people that I feel that I am very compatible with, but when I think in terms of like relationships, for me it's just like there's way too much passion, way too much going on between us two. It just wouldn't work. Yeah. And, but I love them and I would give anything for that to be a possibility, but in reality, it just doesn't make sense. It wouldn't work out. And I know that because there's too much passion that both of us hold hold as individuals. Yeah. It's kind of a, you know, there's no positive and negative. We're both positives. It's like you don't really help each other. It's like you're two magnets and you're kind of like propelling each other away. Exactly. So I was just kind of curious when you said that if it's possible to have more than one, because over the journey of my life, I feel like I've had... I mean, I've only heard about the theory of twin flames from you about like a week ago. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious, you know, if, if that is a thing, then is it possible to have more than one over the course of your life? Because like, I, yeah, because I I feel like I've been there if that's the case. I feel like I'm going to answer your question with another question. Do you think it's possible to have more than one soulmate? Because if we think about what people have defined as a soulmate, as this kind of like ideal kind of love i mean people fall in love more than once in their life you know what i mean i don't think it's possible to have more than one soulmate so then do you think that but i don't know if twin flames are the same thing well i don't know i feel like we should get to the i don't know that's what i'm asking (laughs) i don't know well i mean like from what you know about it in terms of life and love you know we 
I think it's possible to fall in love more than once. I mean, I guess I can't even say I think. I know. So I feel like I'm living proof of that. And I know so many other people who have fallen in love in their lives. But then I also question because, you know, when you look back at relationships, were you really, did you really fall in love with these people or what now that you've you know once you've had a relationship that is more real and you're like oh now I am really in love can you look back and say oh I was actually I just loved that person I wasn't in love and then I don't know I guess I can speak to that but looking back and even current situations or recent situations I can say I can look back and say that maybe I thought I would have been in love with somebody but really I'm just in love with the idea of what they could be like I can't I can't love like in reality, like I'm saying, you know, in reality, I would be like, oh my gosh, like, well, I wish I could make this work. But in retrospect, I'm just sitting like, um, I'm in love with the idea of what you could be. And in, and by that theory, I can't fall in love with you and have it make sense. I'm in love mm-hmm. with who you could be and the idea of you because you're such a passionate person and you have, you know, these moral standards for yourself and you speak and you hold yourself to a, a kind of a good independent high. <laughs> and yeah. I appreciate that. But if you were to actually put the two of us together and we were to be together as a couple with all the couple needs and stuff, like everything that comes with that, would we be able to work that out? And honestly, in most of those situations that I look back now thinking that I may have fallen, found love, Mm -hmm. none of them would, not a lot of them would make sense. Mm -hmm. Some of them would be like, you know what? I, I fell in love with the idea of you because... Maybe at the time there were current situations to made me to make me think that this is what I needed. So I fell in love with the idea of you thinking that you might have been what made my life better. Or I was having such a high in my life that I looked at you and I thought to myself, like, man, like, this would be perfect. So maybe... I fell in love with the idea of this person because I knew, like, their identity. And I, I yeah. clicked with so many aspects of their c- character. And I applied many of them to my own. And I thought to myself, like, you know, this makes perfect sense. There's no other way. But in reality, I'm just like, no, I'm in love with the idea of you, not you. Not you personally. So maybe we get caught up in our feelings for people. And we think that we might have more than one soulmate or more than one twin flame. But really, it's just because we're in that present moment and it seems so real but then as we have different relationships, it kind of shifts and then we realize, I don't know. I'm just interested. Do you believe in, in soulmates though? I. Because I don't know. I have thought I did at some point, but I just, honestly, I don't anymore. I don't believe in soulmates. Like for me, that that kind of became an ide- uh, a fictional idea of being like, you know, it's somebody you love so much to the point where you feel like they're the other half. But mm. I feel like there are many people that go through notions in their life where they meet multiple of those people. So who are they all your your soulmates see okay who's to say i feel like first of all i don't agree with the whole other half thing because as i've grown and as i've written about relationships and as i've been in relationships of my own i feel like the the idea that we are searching for an other half is just completely off base i feel like real love is found when we realize we are whole and complete beings searching for people that make us even fuller versions of ourselves. And this notion that we are somehow incomplete without love is so damaging because it, yes. it makes it feel like we have, like our lives are meant to be in pursuit of finding someone else to fill us. And the truth is we are already full. 
Like you somehow can't be the best version of yourself without somebody else completing that. Right. And that's so not true. We are already full Mm -hmm. beings. We are already worthy and complete. And we have, I mean, and that's not, that's not to say that we aren't broken. I mean, definitely we're going to experience things that break us, but it's not, not to the point that we're irreparable or that we need to be fixed or that we need love to like fill us back and get us back to normal. And I think that's like the biggest, most damaging aspect of contemporary like love and relationships is that we think we need love to figure out who we are when in reality life is about going through things to figure out who we are and in the same breath like I think there's this whole perception of like you have to be totally figured out and you have to totally love yourself before you can get into a relationship and I also think that's damaging too because if that were the case I mean we would never be good enough and I'm saying that in quotes, air quotes here, we will never be good enough for love until we are, you know, complete. If we believe in that, we're never going to be good enough. But the thing is, like, we're always going to be evolving and changing and rediscovering who we are, and we're going to have pieces that, you know, aren't completely figured out, and we're going to have things that we don't like about ourselves. That doesn't mean we can't be in a relationship. The problem comes from when we're searching for our identities in other people. Yeah. And so to like bring (laughs) this all back to the, to the original topic, like I don't, I think the whole idea of soulmates is wrong in the sense that we've, we believe that the word soulmate means like the person who fills us and like our one person that makes our lives complete. And so when you ask me if I believe in soulmates, I believe in the idea that we all have a person that is ours and I guess maybe we have more than one. I, I feel like that's a question we can't even really answer. But I personally think that we have someone who is ours. But the word soulmate bothers me because it, it makes it feel like we aren't, our souls aren't complete until we find another person. And that's, that's not true. Like, Well, it's weird because when I was talking to my dad early in life as a kid in regards to like love and what that meant, you know, my dad always told me the idea of um, you can't love somebody else unless you love yourself first. And at the time, that kind of made sense. And I now look at it and dissect it, and I see the meaning in that phrase. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't. It's, it's not valuable. to be. It's not to be taken literal and say like you can't love somebody else if you feel like like crap about yourself. Like you know, it's not that's not true. But I I see where he's coming from in terms of like when you love somebody else, when you're in a relationship, that isn't just you slapping on a label and being right. like, hey, this is my girlfriend or this is my boyfriend. Loving somebody takes more effort than you know sometimes loving yourself. Like you have to like you're op- giving pieces of yourself to someone. You're so showing it's like you pieces have of yourself. Have, yeah, and that like too. you're you're being vulnerable. You're ripping mm-hmm. like a piece of yourself off, and you're saying I don't need that anymore, and then adding a piece of themselves to you. Like this is you become an. This is a conversation I was having earlier. Um, I was at I was at lunch with a friend today, and she was like telling me we were talking about relationships and dating and stuff, and she was like, um, you know, what like. Like, as far as, like, having dating standards and stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, the world's kind of demonized that now. It's like, you know, having st- standards for yourself, whether they're physical or emotional or something like that. Obviously, the physical ones are more, you know, demonized than the others. But we were talking about that, and she was asking me, you know, like, why do, why do like, how, how would any of this matter sometimes? You know, how would any of this come to matter to you as a guy? And I kind of saw what angle she was taking and trying to kind of making my, me feel shallow or something like that. And I was kind of like, no, that that is not at all what I'm trying to get across here. Like what I'm trying to communicate to you is that when you are with somebody, 
when you are out in public with somebody, when you are dating somebody and you are calling this person yours and you're theirs, mm -hmm. you are no longer just he or her. You are a unit. You're, you guys are together. So people take you as a package. People see you too as like, you know, you're together. Mm -hmm. So the person you're with is very reflective upon the person you are inside. Like it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a caricature of who you carry on the inside. Like this is the person you chose. This is the person you're investing time in. This yeah. is the person you like. This is who you chose. Nobody chose this person for you. Unless India, you know, arranged marriages, stuff like that. That's a whole different thing. But I'm saying like, <laughs> you chose this person. You are investing your time in this person. So other people meet that person and they're like, you know, this is who, this is uh, Marissa's boyfriend or something like that. Yeah. This isn't just that person. This is like a Marissa's boyfriend now. This is like well, a you piece still, of the identity. You still keep your identity. Well, obviously. But, I, yeah, but you but know I what I mean. What you're saying. I just wanted to make that clear. Like we're still on our, like you're still your holding, own person. I'm, we're not holding but... hands here. Come on. Like I'm trying to explain, like we <laughs> yeah. get the message here. We're, yes. What I'm trying to explain is like you become a unit. You become, the, this is who you you're are. You're connected to another person and you're, that's important. Now you have. It's reflective upon yeah. your personality too. Like, mm -hmm. you, like it, some people... There's a reason people say like, oh, they look good together. Some people are just like, they're not compatible at all. Like it just, it makes sense. Yeah. And for some people, that's true. Some people are criticizing. Some people aren't. But you'll never really know. You're the one dating them. So you'll know why you like them. Yeah. The, pro the problem with this conversation that I was having with her was it almost made it seem that I was supposed to have it figured out. It almost made it seem that I knew exactly what I was looking for. And that I had a reasoning behind everything and that somehow all this made sense. And for me, honestly, like dating has always been, how do I put it? Dating has always been for me, it's like very, I've been very cautious with it. It's mm -hmm. been something that I, <laughs> like, honestly, I suck at relationships. But I honestly do my best to, to, to like throw myself out of the way if I can see inevitable heartbreak. Mm -hmm. and relationships that's kind of what it is i don't mean to kind of get morbid here but that's kind of what relationships do like you know you either stick with this person you end up getting married or you guys eventually break up there's the only two options like you don't you guys don't just one day just stop talking i mean if you do that sucks but i'm saying like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i get yeah the point is there's a point it's either a forever type of deal or it's not and that's and kind of what i was saying is like you know with with um the way that i date I'm not looking at this like, oh, sh sh maybe I'm, she's cool. She's cool enough. I'll hang out with her. Like, it's, that's not how I'm seeing it. Mm -hmm. How I'm seeing it is like, there's an end game. Can I see myself with this person at the positive end game? Yeah. Like, do you see a future with this person? Do you see a future is with this person? Is this somebody person? that you want to invest time in for a purpose as opposed to just like. Yes. Messing around or like, you know, just. Yeah. That's talking to be, or whatever the heck that means. That's to be taken <laughs> into consideration. Like. Yeah. The you, the way you invest into anything else is much more different than you will be investing into another person. This is a living being. This is somebody with a yeah. heart, with emotions, with end goals, hopefully. And if this person has different end goals than you do, like you're going to have to talk about that eventually. Mm -hmm. So like that's kind of the philosophy I've built around dating is like just making sure that you are on both parallels, that you're not just kind of if you if you avoid the elephant in the room long enough that it'll go away yeah i think you definitely have to be on the same page in terms of what the purpose of your relationship is yeah, or what the status the of your relationship yeah. is but i also want to push back on that and say like you don't have to be parallel 
on everything. And I mean, I, I know you're not saying this. What about like the this, major things? But like, That's what I'm talking about. Well, I don't know. That's It's such a good question. And it's actually something that came up today. Um, I have a Facebook group for, it's it's primarily for women. It's called For the Big Hearted Women. Um, feel free to join if you want, especially women. Anyways. Um, I'll join. <laughs> so we do have some men on there. So it's like totally open to women, but big, I big mean hearted to, guys. to men, but it's, it's aimed towards women. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. I'm getting off track here. The point is I have this Facebook women. group and um, this, we were, one of the comments, like one of the threads I had opened I think last week was just like, what's one trait that you really look for in a partner? And I was specifically asking women that what they look for in men. But I mean, it goes, you know, it's open. But anyways, so this one person commented and she was like that we have the same like faith basically is what she said. Um, and okay. it, so the reason the way, how you're talking about, you know, do you have to have the same values? It's really like pressing for my life because that was something she commented literally today and I commented back and I don't know I it's something that I'm interested in because I don't know if you necessarily have to have the same values like for everything I mean obviously when you date someone you're not going to be similar in every aspect like no duh but I don't know some of the big things obviously what would you say are the big things well, I don't know. I Because mean, obviously the little things can be looked past, but I'm talking about the big things like in well, terms I, of like end game and goals and marriage, how many kids do you guys want? Like, yeah. I'm talking about the big things right here, Marissa. Like I'm like saying like, obviously if you guys like, if one person likes almond milk and the other person likes like okay. regular, <laughs> I'm not like, that's saying that's something I'm not going to fight over, but I'm saying like, you can avoid yourself a big potential heartbreak if you guys get on the same page early on in terms of like, what do you actually want out of this relationship? Yeah, I think I think it needs to be what is the purpose of the relationship yeah. or where is it going? That's a huge thing. If you're Obviously. not on the same page that way, it's not going to work. Yeah. I also think like where you are in terms of like loyalty, which kind of goes hand in hand with what I just can you, said. But can you explain more like loyalty. What you know, like is our relationship like uh, monogamous? Is that the right word? Yeah, monogamous. Where it's That's like a big word. What does that mean? It's where it's like we're only seeing each other. Oh, type thing so like loyalty in that term like yeah exclusive there we go like that's a word i understand yeah exclusive monogamous whatever just i think you need to be on the same page with not only the status of your relationship oh. and where it's going but also like how do we value this relationship like is it you know what like like things like cheating or flirting or just like little things like that and sometimes that doesn't come up like right away but it's like where where do you stand in terms of like what's cheating or like what do you consider cheating what do you i mean for me like for some people it's like there's obviously a line that should never be crossed but some people don't really take that into consideration for some people it's different like for some couples it's different and i don't know like i've actually dated somebody before that their line for cheating was way further pressed than mine like mine was like very clear cut and then theirs was like like no no like casual flirting is okay and i'm just like you're out of your freaking mind yeah i think you need to definitely be on the same page for those well, we never talked things. about it so i mean yeah. there you go mm -hmm. i mean but, I, i'm not saying like sit down with your potential partner and right, have a like of checklist of stuff <laughs> but i'm saying these are things that should be best addressed early i think yeah. like just so you avoid wasting your time because mm -hmm. like what's the point of being with somebody if I mean, I don't think liking them is enough. Like, if you like them, cool. But if they're not going to be beneficial to a relationship you want to envision in the future, then what's the point of even having them around? Yeah, that's true. I think there's something to be said, like, for being And I mean as page. a romantic partner. I don't yeah, mean, yeah. I don't mean as a friend. Like, keep them as a friend by all means. But I'm saying, like, as a romantic partner, traditionally, you only have one. Mm -hmm. I'm saying you only have one, so don't try to squeeze a triangle into a square shape if that's not the way they're meant to go. Right. 
Like, understand if this is not the person and they're not going to be that person, then don't spend so much time like trying to cram it that way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I also think there's something to be said for taking the standards and the, that you have and owning them, whether it's in terms of like, hey, I'm only going to date somebody that's looking for something serious. Like, absolutely, for sure. If that's like something that you have a standard for, then like don't change that. But also, I just want to say like, I... I don't think you should close yourself off to, and I'm not talking to you here. I'm talking just in general. Like, how dare you? I don't think that we should close ourselves off to, like, you never know. You know what I mean? It's like, you never know to whether or not, like, something's going to work out. Obviously, if there's something glaring in your face that is not compatible or doesn't seem like it's going to work or isn't aligned with what you really value, then obviously that's not going to work. But if it's like, and I guess I'll just speak for my for myself. Like I, my boyfriend and I don't really have the same line of faith, and you would think like, oh, that's a huge thing. And I mean, it is. But when we first started like seeing each other, we had a lot of conversations about faith and about the things that we believed. And our value systems, though we don't have the same exact faith, are very similar. We value the same things. We see the importance in the same things. And so even though this is like a big thing that's different between us, for me, it was like, you know, do I, is my ultimate goal to have somebody that is a Christian? Well, obviously that's something that's important to me personally. So it's like, yeah, I would love to be aligned with a partner in that way. But if I were to be like, so like, this is my hard and fast rule. And if, you know, this is what I want. And if you're not, it, okay, bye. I feel like there's something to be said for giving people a chance, even if they're not exactly, you know, what you kind of have as an ideal, because ultimately we're all imperfect and we're all going to disappoint each other. So just to, to throw kind of a different perspective on what you said, I think it's so important to have standards and to say okay this person is not really what I'm looking for so I'm not going to pursue them but if you're kind of on like you're unsure sometimes it's it's beneficial to take a chance but to always keep in mind like what is important to you and not throw away what's important to you for the sake of like being caught up in like lust or interest or passion or whatever does that make sense it does make sense but I don't I don't mean I don't have a problem with that at all and looking past people's like i guess you would call them flaws or something like that maybe like something that they don't align with yeah i don't know if it's a flaw i mean that's the best way i could put it but yeah somebody who doesn't have or does have something that wasn't like originally on what you intended to be the perfect square like what i'm trying to communicate here is what i'm is um honestly i think that there is such thing as having a gut feeling and sometimes your gut feeling is going to be mistaken for you listening to your heart and your heart being like oh no, we can make this work even though it's hell-bent on going in the wrong direction. Right. So I think that there is a caution to be had and I think that it's necessary to look back on what you in- originally wanted as an end game. Yeah. Maybe this person doesn't want to like, like to, maybe this person doesn't have the same like philosophy you do in your, in, in, in the world right now. Mm-hmm. But do they have the same end goal? That's what, ma- like for me, yeah. that's what matters. Because everything else, like we're still Pete, we're still young, we're still gonna figure things out, and there's a lot to be said. Maybe my ideas will change, maybe their ideas will change. I'm not hell bent on my philosophy. Yeah. But I do know that there is such thing as being aware and throwing yourself out of the way if you know there's a train coming. Yeah. I like, think... don't just chop up stupidity to ignorance. Right, exactly. Like, if you feel something strongly or in the back of your mind, even, and you're like, eh, this doesn't seem right. 
own that and embrace that even when it's hard because sometimes that's you know that's your subconscious yeah it's gonna tell you to get out of the way it's gonna hurt a lot less like walking away now than it will trying to pull away in the future yeah like just for me personally this is kind of me just speaking to myself it's like i've kind of adopted the idea that you know i'm gonna have to meet a million people people before i meet that one but i don't think that like blindly following ignorance and just like allowing myself to be hurt and calling that an action in the name of love is justified i don't think that i could just sit there and get hurt time after time after time knowing that if i got if i got hurt one way the last time why did i just fall through that again and again and again and again yeah like don't i get what you're saying don't like, don't don't make the same mistake like be smarter if you know that this person if you know is even if similar, it's the same person yeah. or yeah if it's I mean, the same whatever person it is, like, if you can kind of tell where well, the same type go, of person like yeah or it's not gonna work or something's happened before stop like, forcing a triangle into a square shape yeah and that doesn't just mean other people that means for you too like mm-hmm. when you're dating somebody it let's like i i'm guilty of this too i've been caught up in situations where i start acting like a complete different person because i want someone to like me yeah and like I said, don't try to fit a triangle into a square. Like, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. But just like it goes that way for other people, it can also go for you. So not only do you need to check, like, what it is that they want, but you need to check that you're not changing in the process in a negative way. Yeah. Like, keep a hold of your philosophies if they've gotten you this far. Yeah. I don't mean hold on to the ones that are, like, obviously, like, dumb or something like that. I mean, don't hold on to your philosophies that are, like, if you obviously meet somebody... And they're really kind to you and they're really nice. And maybe they don't have like everything you envisioned in somebody, mm-hmm. but they make you happy and you see this working out. That's you genuinely having a conversation with yourself. You're not sitting there being like, oh, maybe this, maybe that, maybe this. Like, no, you're genuinely just, okay. Know how to have an honest conversation with yourself because sometimes that's the only one, that's the only conversation you're going to have. That will make sense. It might not be what you want to hear, but it will make sense. Yeah. In situations like that, your heart will obviously jump at the first sight of love, thinking it's love. Yeah. In reality, it's just going to kind of drive you to the ground, but... (laughs) A little morbid. (laughs) It's a little morbid, but I'm just saying, like, for me, this is for me personally, like I said. For me personally, I just kind of, you have to be cautious. Be cautious and be conscious of, Mm -hmm. like, what you're doing. Because I like to be conscious. I, I don't know about cautious because I feel like we need to take chances. We need to be fearless. And that's like my whole mantra. Maybe but being just, fearless, like... Fearless, not stupid. There's a difference, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so I like the, the conscious. Because there's such thing as being brave, but there's such thing as being brave and stupid. Yeah. Don't like, be foolish. Like, Ooh, don't be foolish. Be fearless. <laughs> be foolish. Be fearless. No, but seriously though, I like the conscious because that that means like you're there, you're present, you're focusing on the truth, the way you feel, what your gut instinct is, but you're also making a smart decision. Yeah. When it comes to your future and you're not just getting wrapped up in your emotions because I think that happens to us so often. We get so excited about the possibility or, oh, this person might be my my soulmate. You know what I mean? So we get all excited, but it's like also be conscious. That's that's just, that's what comes with being a human being. And there's great, there's great love to be found and there's great fantasies to be experienced and great journeys to be walked. There's so much to happen in your life. 
And there's so much we're going to go through before it's all over. Yeah. But I'm just speaking from the standpoint of trying to avoid the negative ones. Yeah. Because, yeah, you'll learn you'll learn something from the negative experiences, too. But some of them are just blatantly unnecessary. And I think, <laughs> I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say? Yeah, well, I just realized we kind of jumped down like a whole path of talking about soulmates and love and that wasn't our original intent so we're gonna have to loop back and re-approach this topic in a different podcast but I don't know I just think it's so interesting to I feel like we can never stop talking about love you know there's so many interesting things huge umbrella but I just wanted to kind of loop back around and bring up the soulmate thing again I feel like in the beginning when we first like brought up this topic we were trying <laughs> we were trying so hard to answer this and I, I feel like I was trying so hard to answer and I don't know if there really is an answer I feel like we don't really know whether or not it's like you know do we have multiple soulmates do we have one is there blah 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 but I think the most important thing that like I want to remind myself of and just like reiterate again to all of you guys is just the fact that there is no perfect person and, you know, regardless of, you know, is there a soulmate? How many do we have? Blah, blah, blah. What's a twin flame? All that crap. I think at the end of the day, we just have to realize that, like, there's no perfect person. We're not perfect either. So instead of having this ideal of, like, this is what it's going to be like, we can just be excited about the possibility of meeting someone whose heart beats with ours and who we can kind of go through the mess of life together and who we can fight with and fight for and try to figure things out and hopefully somewhere along the way that person becomes our our go-to person you know we we started talking about you know what it means to have a person and I don't know if necessarily that person has to be a romantic partner but hopefully as we grow and as we build a relationship they can be become like one of the people in our lives that we value that's really well my person definitely is not a romantic one so uh i think that changes for everybody like i said like yeah the human experience is it can never be broken down to a science it's crazy how um for me honestly like when i was trying to get motivated to go to the gym and stuff i would i was in a state of mind where i have to read these like self-help books Mm -hmm. and it seemed that all of these gurus and teachers and professors and motivational speakers all had the secret formula formula to life Mm -hmm. and don't we all (laughs) apparently and apparently everybody does but that's that's the truth that couldn't be more close to the truth is life you can never figure it out life is to be experienced and lived in so many different intricate ways Mm -hmm. that it will never be able to be broken down to a science because it's never consistent yeah life experience not understood life is smoke you know it's like smoke it looks beautiful and you want to reach for it but as soon as you do it disappears it's amazing but there's so much like i said that comes with life and love love is one of those beautiful things that comes with life Mm -hmm. because of love life happens so i think we're gonna kind of write off on that note Yeah, more on this later. More on this later, (laughs) definitely. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care, guys.